This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. And welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We speak to you about your money, your life, and your investments. And as always, we're coming to you from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world, Jerusalem, Israel. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron, lighthousecapital.co.il. You can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. Be sure to follow me both on Twitter and LinkedIn and subscribe to my YouTube channel. So today we have a really, really interesting show. It's it's about financial therapy. Who even knew that there was such a thing called financial therapy? And it is my honor to introduce to the show Simi Mandelbaum, who is a certified financial therapist and an accredited financial coach and is founder and CEO of Prosper Financial Wellness a center dedicated to reducing the stress and anxiety people feel around money. It's been around for a few years. And in that short time period, she's helped over 100 clients reduce debt, increase income, and most importantly, live their money lives true to their goals and values. Simi, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Thank you. And by the way, for whoever's new to listening to the show, the beginning, please make sure to put on 0.5 because that was like a railroad introduction to yourself. So go ahead. Okay. okay. Uh, so, Simi, I want to jump right in. Okay. Um, first, tell us what is uh, financial therapy. I'd love to explain the difference between how you said I'm an accredited financial counselor financial coach and a financial therapist. Mm -hmm. So a financial counselor is someone you go to when you're in debt. Financial counseling specialty is dealing with debt. Financial coach is dealing with goal setting and production and moving forward. Financial therapy is discussing and understanding your money personalities and how that impacts you in the decisions you're making when it comes to your finances. Okay. And how do you get- And helping behavior changes to modify or enhance that style. Okay. How did you get to this? Oh, so the part one of that was I I remarried about seven years ago. And I noticed that as I remarried, I found myself getting extremely frustrated with my husband when he would purchase things that I thought were ridiculously overpriced. Now, I'm not talking about any large expense. I'm talking about pre-washed grapes at a convenience store. Like, how could he think of doing that? What's wrong with him? I literally thought that this was like mind-blowing to watch myself and feel so uncomfortable around the fact that he'll buy a soda that's $3.50 in our American culture here, and he could buy it for 75 cents in the store and put it in the refrigerator. Like, why wouldn't he tell me I'll do it for him? Like, what's going on? And so understanding that that is so not me allowed me to take a step back and start studying the psychology of what happens to us when, when money gets in the way. Uh, how do we, and how does it impact the way we think and our style? And that's where I went back to school and learned all about this. Wow. So how does it impact us? When we, we, we initially spoke and we were speaking about sort of relationships and, and, and marriages, how does that work, right? You have two, a couple gets married, right? 
and they sort of merge two financial cultures together. Um, how does that work, and what do you sort of provide for them to in order, you know, to enable them to sort of uh, like the same issues that you had, right? To surpass those issues and, and and you know forge a good relationship. So first off, first off, it's not only that's merging that's the question here it's us internally we and our own beings very often have two different wants that are not aligned with each other so for example there's a part of us that really wants to have security and investments and savings and all that but there's another part of us that really wants to enjoy life and spend. And so sometimes we're even at odds with our own self and we're not even aware how it's, we just feel uncomfortable, but we're not even aware that there's something going on for us. But come in another spouse that we could see perfectly clear that this is not working or they have a totally screwed up version of how they should use money. And so what I help provide is first to become aware of the fact that what is going on in the way we see money we call it a subconscious belief. It's a financial DNA. That financial DNA that's in us that seems to be true for us comes and, it, and is evolved by our culture, our life experiences, our background, our style. And that all meshes and creates this software that tells us how is the correct way. Now it's similar to like, think of a computer software. If you are using a certain computer, that's the software that the computer runs off of. So it seems like the computer can only run off that software. When we could look and say, hey, there are different softwares that accomplish the same thing. Maybe my way is not the only right way. I start to be curious and it allows me to take a step back and reassess. So often in life, we're just continuing our habits and our attitudes and not even taking a step back and looking and being curious about someone else's. Make sense? That makes, makes sense. So what's the next step? So like, how would you help, you know, merge these two software packages, these two DNAs? I love that. So <laughs> the first step is when a person understands, number one is understanding that this exists. The next part is being curious about how that person got there and very often, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good example where if you're able to see, if you're able to be curious and just listen to someone else, something inside your mind shifts and you're like, ah, I get how it works for them. Even if I don't feel like that, I get how it works for them. Oh, I'll give you an example. So we, after I got married the second time, we went on vacation to London and my husband was a bit late from Shachwis. And he had told me that as he crosses the street, he keeps on looking at the wrong side because the cars are going on the wrong way and whatever, whatever, whatever. And he was late. And in my head, I was like, oh my gosh, he's in an accident. I knew I finally found someone I'm happy with. It's all over. I'm going to be in Almana. He never told me where to bury him. We never discussed this. We're married just a couple of months here. And I'm already like, you know what? Let me get the coffee before the cops come in. I'm pale. I'm sweating. I'm drinking coffee. I'm freaking out. He walks in and I look at him and I spit out my coffee and I go, you never told me where you want to be buried. And he's like, <laughs> and when I explained to him my whole brain, what happened in that period of time that he was late, he was like, wow, for you, this is really scary. And I was like, yeah, it's like, I thought it was just like, you know, maybe you were trying to control when I'm coming home. But from then on, something shifted for him. 
And he started calling me anytime he was late because he knew it's illogical. It's not, it's not rational, but it was important to me. And after a few of those conversations, what was interesting was that it wasn't so worrisome for me anymore. So something shifted, even though we don't see eye to eye about him's timeliness, it shifted where he got me. And so we were able to resolve that. That's really interesting. Um, Simi, I forgot, I, was, I neglected. How can people get in touch with you? Uh, www.prosper, P-R-O-S-P-R. We leave out the E for excuses. Dot fit is our website. There's a contact us over there or Simi at prosper.fit is my email. Feel free. Simi is S-I-M-I. And I love my name because it's Simi. So it's very convenient. Uh, I made it up when my nurse came in and told me her name was Eileen. And I was jealous. I wanted a name that people would remember as well. So now I'm Simi. <laughs> You're tuning in to the Aaron Katzman Show. We speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron. A-A-R-O-N at lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron, lighthousecapital.co.il. You can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. Be sure to follow you. Follow me both on LinkedIn and Twitter and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're speaking with Simi Mandelbaum, CEO of Prosper without the E for no excuses. I love that. That's really, really good. Um, she is a certified financial therapist um, she's an accredited financial coach and she's really, really interesting. And I'd like to now speak to, um, what do you, what would be like a typical, so people can sort of understand a little more, what would be like a typical person or couple that comes to you? Um, what, what kind of issues would they have necessarily? And then how would you sort of, I don't want to give, you're not going to give out your secret sauce, right? But how would you sort of help them along the way to, conquer their, I would say probably the word you use is anxiety about money. People have anxiety about money, right? Stress, anxiety. Stress. Mm -hmm. so, and so, yeah, there's a similarity. People are coming because their money is not working. Something about their money is not working. Whether they've just increased their income and noticed that they're feeling just as nervous as before, or whether they've been in a situation, but now their expenses are increasing, which is maybe their children are getting older and they're thinking about a different lifestyle. Their, their children are having a simple or something shifting in their life. They're getting closer to retirement. And suddenly they're like, one second, we've always worked this. It was never working, but for sure now we're like getting really antsy about it. So something is not working about their money. And therefore they're coming to me and saying, what's going on? We need some help. That seems to be the language. So what's interesting is that in financial therapy, a financial therapist would usually just deal with the emotional component to it. A financial counselor would probably deal with a lot of the numbers part. In Prosper, we marry them together. So we, all, we work with your numbers and we love to call it, we work with your spending plan, no budget, spending plan, the choices you want to make with your money to help you decide what you want to do with your life, how to help you make your money work for you. Most people feel like their money controls the way they make decisions. We want to shift that around. I want you to be, that's why I, I preach all the time that 
uh, on the budgeting side that people need to um, not let the money control them, but they need to be in control of their money. When you speak about the anxiety and getting closer and certain things happening, I'll tell you a funny story. It was probably two years ago now, and I was in a meeting with somebody and they were, we were just, we were doing financial planning and uh, we're trying to figure out based on their assets and their investments, how they can marry off children. And the person said, yeah, I've got somebody who's 19 years old and we think that they're probably going to be married in the next year or two. And then I, for some, for this is the first, I do this all the time. And all of a sudden, like the coin dropped and I got all nervous and they could see that. Why are you nervous? And I said, well, you know, I always thought the next um, celebration we'd have in our family would be like a bar mitzvah of a boy or a bat mitzvah of a girl. And it could very well be that the next one we have would be a wedding. And I got all nervous and I got it. I came, I finished the meeting. I got out and I called my wife and I said, do you realize we might be making a wedding in the next, <laughs> in the next two years? Like, oh, I'm nervous. And that was, it passed. But, but I can see it. And I see it with clients also. That you're, you're spot on that people really, really, when certain things happen, really get, you know, antsy or, 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 or nervous um, about their money. Um, what else do you provide? I saw on your website, you have the, your four P's. Can you explain a little bit about your four P's? Because I think that's the fifth P is your process, right? How do you sort of work with people? So the way we're working with people is first, we're going to aggregate their data. And again, there are different processes that people could purchase. So we have a three month process, a six month process. And the first thing we're gonna do is create the systems to get into place to understand where you stand today. What does your life look like from a financial standpoint today if you did nothing different for this coming year? And then we see how that will impact and we go on to see what you would like it to look like and we start pivoting it. So in the first three months, we'll create systems, understand what a, a year long would look like, decide how we want to allocate your money so that we work very hard on getting 30 day old money so that you're working with money in your bank account to start the month with that reduces a tremendous amount of anxiety anyone listening that is a first step I suggest and having that be able to relieve release some of that anxiety and stress related to every bill that comes in and the nervousness about it allows a person to take a step back and be like oh, okay, what else could I do? Now they could think. Because when a person's in stress, it doesn't allow them to have the ability to think because there's so much going on for them. It doesn't allow them to sort through their thoughts. And so that's the first thing we'll do and we'll create the systems. That's a three-month process. It really gives them the clarification to be able to see what their money's doing. The next three months is working with your, your money mindset, your money personality, how that impacts, whether it's debt, whether it's savings, whether it's, we don't, we don't invest for people. We will sort that out, but we'll help the person come to a comfortable number. They feel comfortable and connect with that they can let go of. And so that's the second three months, how that impacts the relationship. We play games. We have multiple choice questions. It's a lot of, it's learning how to communicate about money without the stress. So again, 77% of Americans and across the United States and even globally are affected by stress and money in their relationships. And 90% of the way we make decisions about our money, how we earn it, how we spend it, how we save it, all have to do with our emotions, not our logic. Our logic doesn't win. So it's very nice to spend three months figuring out the logical piece of the financial part, 
but it's not going to work unless you connect with it and really want to make that happen for yourself. And that's what we spend time in the other programs. Do you, um, I know like we're both involved with an organization that helps people get out of debt called uh, Masila. Um, I've always felt working with people who are in debt or other places, not even in debt, who have financial issues, let's say, that they need to get some quick wins in order to get them on the right track, right? To make a plan for three years isn't so realistic to somebody who's struggling and doesn't know how they're gonna pay their phone bill tomorrow, right? Or, you know, have it has a debt coming up, they've got to make a payment on, they don't know where they're gonna get it from. They're really, as you said, they're nervous and whatever. Do you also sub sort of subscribe to that, that in, in, your pro in, in your program, do you sort of create a system where they get some quick wins and then sort of mentally, they're like, oh, I can do this. Again, that first 30-day program, which is the 30-day old money, I think is the hardest win mm -hmm. that I focus on first because that it does an immediate resolve of mm -hmm. stress because they have one month that we now could talk about the rest of their life where they're not anxious. And what do and they do? They that, look at their, it's like a, you call you don't call it a budget, right? During that 30 days, they have to pay all their bills. Like, what do they do now, during that 30 days? So we'll figure out what their cost is just for the one month ahead. Okay. One month ahead. So today, today we're in March. We're going to figure out how much April is. And let me tell you, April's a really bad month to sure. do this on. Right. Because it's one of our higher expense months. But right. we'll figure that out. And we're going to work from now until April 1st on getting that amount into an account in advance. I don't, we will work very hard to the point of things that normally people may not do, whether it would maybe to borrow for a short term, whatever it is to start this process, as long as we know the year looks okay, because I already have the picture what the year looks like. And once they have that first month, in that first month, as it's working, they come up with it. Wow, I didn't realize this is so important. Let's figure out how we could do this. Now, oh, I know how to do this. They can't think. They're too much in stress. Like you're saying, they're so nervous about that next bill and they have to ask their spouse for money or wait for that paycheck. I can't allow them to think those small wins is not going to get them further than a week or two in advance. So my first focus is really working on getting that month, which is tremendously huge for people and starting that process. I know it may sound like a far call. And if it's really far, maybe we'll do a half a month, but just mm -hmm. something that we get that first ball rolling. It's tangible and they get a win. They, they, they see that they can actually do it. Now, that's great. That's fantastic. Um, finally, do you have any like tips, like one or two tips that you can just throw out there for people to, for themselves, start working on themselves to sort of get over the hump and become more comfortable with their so money? So I know I, lo I love the concepts, concepts of those tips. And one of the things that really came to me yesterday, I was talking to someone and they called me up and he says, listen, I make a couple million dollars a year. I just want to figure out my money, but I don't ever want to watch. I don't want to track. I don't want to be involved in it. And it really came to me where people believe that if they make a certain amount of money, they don't have to do this concept of being aware of the money they're spending. And so if you're doing the concept of being aware of the money you're spending, you're almost on the lower level or you're not, you haven't made it. You're not successful enough. And we know so many people that have earned millions of dollars, but their spouses or themselves are spending a million dollars more than that. Mm -hmm. So they're in the same worst position. 
And so I think this is relevant for everyone, no matter what income level you are, no matter what expense level you are, keep track of looking at what's going in and what's coming out. It's just so helpful to allow yourself to re reorganize yourself. Uh, maybe you don't do this every day. Maybe you don't do it every week, every two weeks, halfway through the month, the week before the month ends to look ahead and say, hey, where are we at? What happened? And what, we, what are we planning? Without the stress, if it's not coming with stress, it's just information. It says this, your home is your second business. And so you look at your home as your business. You want to create a healthy business, a healthy home that has your needs, that has the flexibility of life. This is a one tip that I really think is important. Keep looking at what's going in and coming out and readjusting. That's Number great. one. That's great. Number just, two. Yeah, keep going. Is I really think it's important to make this a money date with your spouse. What is a money date? A money date is to discuss what you want to do with your money without the angst because it isn't a bill time. It isn't time to pay for camps. It's just to discuss how it's working for us and what we really wanna do and how can we take the first little step to get there. And when we could start talking to our spouses with less stress, less anxiety, less on it, less resentment, frustration and all that, we can start creating a whole wealth of abundance for ourselves in allowing our money to work for us. That's fantastic, great. Simi, once again, how people can get a hold of you? www.info at prospr.fit. Leave the E out for excuses. Did I do that as quickly as you? Do I have to do it a little slower? No, you can do it slower. Okay. Info, I-N-F-O at prosper, P-R-O-S-P-R dot fit or my name, Simi, S-I-M-I at prosper, P-R-O-S-P-R. Leave out the E for excuses dot F-I-T. And I look forward to answering your questions. Simi, thanks so much for coming on. This was great. It was really, really interesting. And something that, um, here in Israel, I don't think it really even exists. So uh, um, it was really eye-opening for the people here and for the people in, in the States. We have a lot of watchers in the States and globally. Uh, I hope you got something from this also. So thanks so much for coming on. This is really, really good. My pleasure. I am to date the only from religious person as a certified financial therapist. I'm sure there'll be a whole host in the future, but right now we're one of 400 people. I look forward to the people that join the ranks. Great. You have been tuning in to the Aaron Katzman Show. We speak about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthousecapital.co.il. You can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. Be sure to follow me both on LinkedIn and Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll speak to you soon.